Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and today I sit with Lindsay and Emily, who are sisters that are sharing their story with OCD and their journey, and how they've come together to create this incredible brand presently, with beautiful bracelets, with empowering messages, and not just positive affirmations. You all know how I feel about those, but actual messages that help you get through your day. Stay tuned. Does Monday at the office feel like a storm? Not with Microsoft Copilot. That feeling when Copilot gets everyone up to speed instantly? It's sunny again. When Copilot simplifies complex data so your teams can act, that sun's shining on a beach. And when Copilot uncovers hidden insights, you're on that beach with your people and you find buried treasure. That's Microsoft Copilot. Learn more at Microsoft.com slash AI for all. Welcome to the Anxiety Doctor Podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Lisa, and I'm super excited to always bring you amazing tools and tips to help you eliminate that dreadful anxiety. Join me every Wednesday as I bring you a new episode every week. Lindsay and Emily, thank you so much for taking the time. I'm excited for you to share your story. I can't wait to hear the incredible things that you're doing with your brand. Let's get started. Introduce yourselves. Sure. It's um, really great to be here. Thanks for having us. Um, I'm Emily. I am the younger sister. Lindsay and I'm the older sister. (laughs) And we both, um, you know, have OCD and anxiety and have definitely different forms of OCD. Um, And I think that's kind of what we've kind of just learned throughout the years is is how OCD affects us very differently and how we cope with it very differently um but yeah it's nice to be here well thank you for being here I'm I'm excited to learn your story so tell me a little bit about your journey with OCD I know that you all have different journeys obviously um when did it start how did it occur and how did you get better um so I guess I'll start since I'm the oldest. Um, <laughs> I it I think I was had OCD when I was in middle school, just like um, more of the you know um, lining things up, touching things, turning on and off the light switch. Um, it wasn't so much. It was more so the thought that like if I didn't do something, something bad would happen, and it was that I don't want to say the simplified OCD because it's not simplified but for me it was like the beginning parts of OCD it's like what most people would expect of OCD right yeah so yeah what you hear about exactly yeah yeah and then when I got um so that was kind of like just all through my you know adolescent years um and then when I was in um a junior in high school it's when it kind of took um, a different turn and I didn't recognize that it was OCD, but um, it was another form of, it was another part of the OCD catalog of all the different OCD forms that you can have. Um, It was existential OCD that I um, experienced and that um, was very different than what I had experienced when I was in middle school and up until that point. So for me, it was like, 
one, it was a, a fear of, you know, the unknown and the um, possibility that I could be alive or I could be dead or my par parents or family could be alive or they could be dead and I wouldn't know. And I couldn't decipher what was reality and what wasn't, what was in my mind. Um, and that kind of like shook me because first of all, not knowing that that's part of OCD and then having to um, relive that in my mind. And, and, and it took, I think, over the course of like a year to figure out that that was that was a part of the OCD experience. Um, and that was like for my mom, just researching um, and then getting me help. So I never went to therapy before that. It was at that point that I started going to therapy. Mm -hmm. And then over the years, it's kind of been um, existential OCD and, and along with, you know, um, other aspects of OCD that have kind of stayed with me throughout. Yeah, the different layers, right? The different yeah. things that it affects in in our lives. Yeah. Yep. Um, yeah. So um, I I can go. Um, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. So I have a very different story. Um, I had always been an anxious kid. Um, I think it was just a lot of like separation anxiety, not wanting to be away from my parents. Um, you know, starting in elementary school, I'd cry on the way to school and, you know, kick and scream not to go. Um, and that kind of continued on to middle school, which, you know, at that age, you shouldn't be that afraid to go to school. So um, I definitely just assumed, you know, I had, had anxiety. Um, and looking back now at the kinds of things that I was anxious about, I definitely could see like the tell, you know, the signs of OCD. Um, so, you know, I'd worry about, um, you know, I'd feel like so much guilt about the tiniest little things. So like if I were to be with my friends and they wanted to watch an R-rated movie, I would sit there and like sick to my stomach that I was doing something I shouldn't be doing. I would, you know, cover my eyes and like say, you know, I'm not watching this. Um, and there was also a lot of like confessing to things um, to my mom specifically. Like if I had an anxious thought about something, like I would have to confess that to her. Um, I think at one point I was like obsessing over whether or not I would like smoke cigarettes as an adult. Like I was like afraid of that for some, you know, reason. And so, you know, then up until like college, that was just, I'm just crazy anxious. I, have a fear of everything and that's that. Um, and then, um, you know, it sort of dissipated a little bit in high school. Um, you know, I started being okay with being a little rebellious. Um, and then when I got to college, um, I sort of was like hit with a wave of like everything that I had experienced in middle school. Um, I was actually in psych class, psychology class, um, and we were learning about, you know, like different like sexual orientations and stuff like that. And I had like a memory of me sort of like worrying whether or not I would be confused for like my whole life. Um, and so that, you know, not knowing that that was a part of OCD kind of like took a lot out of me and I didn't tell anyone about it for a while. Um, 
And, you know, on top of that, it was like drinking and, and, you know, worrying that I forgot something, even though I know I didn't, you know, forget or I didn't drink that much. Um, and so it was just a lot, a lot of stuff. And I don't think it was until after I graduated that I actually like broke down and was like, I need, you know, some sort of therapy, I need help. And I was afraid to go because I didn't want to have to talk about all the things that I was thinking yeah. in my head. Um, and at that point, I didn't like when she was telling me, because I I experienced all the the stuff that she's talking about in middle school, like I remember all these instances, but I didn't know that that was part of OCD. Yeah. And you don't really hear about these things, right? right. Like you're you're talking to me and, and one thing that I've, that I've heard from many kids that I, that I've seen with OCD teens is that they feel guilty about thoughts and to them, it's like they 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 did it, and it's even yeah, thoughts exactly. that, what if I do this when I'm an adult, right? Mm-hmm. And to them, it's like I have to tell my therapist, like it's confessing to something that they haven't even done, but right. in their mind, they feel bad about it, and and so and those are the things that you don't hear about. You hear, you know, in in the movies and in society, it's like OCD is like washing your hands and making sure the lights are off, but there's so many different things that our mind creates and our mind is so powerful that it doesn't know the difference between a thought and visualizing. We think that it's real and that, and it creates that guilt. Um, So definitely so many things that I love that you all are talking about this because we don't hear about them often. Yeah. And so I think, you know, when I went to therapy and she told me the very first session, like, I, I think you have, um, you know, obsessive compulsive order mixed with like generalized anxiety disorder. But at that time, I feel like it sort of like connected us a little bit because we both, you know, all of a sudden I was like, oh, I have what you have, even though it's like so different. And, yeah. Um, yep. So, yeah, that's that's sort of my story. And obviously how I got better was, you know, going to therapy and doing all the work and um, exposures and, um, it was very tough. Um, exposures are tough. (laughs) Yes. I just had an exposure two days ago (laughs) and I was talking to my therapist and it was an accidental exposure. It wasn't even like, a no, 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 it's intentional. Oh, it's intentional. Oh, true. It was, it was (laughs) was intentional exposure. And I, I was, I got myself so upset about it because I was like, I didn't, I didn't succeed on the exposure because I'm anxious. And she's like, that's the point of exposures is to get you to that anxious point. So you actually like did a good job. Yeah. See, and that's what people think that when you do an exposure, you shouldn't feel anxious. No, you're telling the brain, you know, even though I did this, yes, I felt scared, but at the end I was safe and I was fine. And so you're telling the brain like, okay, you can do this next time. You won't feel as anxious. Yeah. So that's just, yeah. Crazy. Um, but yeah, so like Emily and I's, Emily and I's OCD are just very, they're different, but there's certain, there's certain elements where we've seen the similarities in, in like the seeking reassurance with like her asking, um, or getting, um, confessing, confessing and me, you know, like constantly. Yeah, me constantly, you know, when I was in having that extreme OCD moment in high school, it was like constantly needing reassurance and making sure that I didn't um, 
change like if, if something was like good in my mind I didn't want to like set it off and kind of go back to an alternate universe like yeah. it just even though they're very different um thoughts but they're still like the connection of um getting reassurance and um you know living with uncertainty and, yeah and like avoiding yeah. being anxious like that's a lot of yeah. like what it is and I think um realizing that even though we have both have different OCDs or types of OCD that this it was interesting that like the same there's the same treatment the same techniques right. to deal with both the same um, process yeah exactly and yeah. so we are able to help each other that way even though you know like with her exposure it was watching a movie a tv show it was a you know streaming tv show um <laughs> Um, I, you know, I couldn't really understand like how her, like how her mind came to that conclusion. Um, but I understood that like, you have to watch this because you need to like face that fear and, um, you know, not let it drag on to other parts of, you know, everyday life. Um, so that's sort of what led, uh, that realization sort of is what led us to create presently. Um, and so you know, this, I don't know if we, you know, want to start talking about. Yeah. How yeah. So one thing I wanted to ask before we start is um, how helpful was it to have a sister going through the same thing? Not exactly the same, but I think that's really, really important for us to talk about because one of the things that keeps people from going to get help or even talking about it is that you're embarrassed about your thoughts. You feel mm-hmm. guilty about what you're thinking. You feel guilty about, you know, I, I, people are going to think I'm crazy. I have to wash my hands 10 times, or I have to, you know, do all this to, to even just go to the movies and to watch something with my friends. How helpful was that? And then how did that inspire you all to create presently? Uh, sure. Yeah. So uh, immensely helpful, I'd say. Um because even before, I think this was like before I went to therapy, she had taught me the phrase, my thoughts are passing clouds. Um, and that to me today is like the my favorite reminder. It just like really helps me like clear my head and like remember that like I'm not my thoughts. They're just, you know, passing along. Um, and so just like those little tools, um, that she sort of like snuck in here and there before I went to therapy really helped. But also just like the fact that she was already going to therapy was like so helpful. Cause it was like, all right, we just, you know, we get a referral and we send you to someone else. Like, and you know, our parents are very supportive. And um, I think just like also being there to sort of like um, give you that like tough love. I think is really helpful. So, you know, if, if I'm feeling anxious about something and I'm, you know, trying to get reassurance from my mom, for example, you know, like asking a specific detail about something, you know, Lindsay could interject and say, don't answer her because that's OCD. And so that's like a bittersweet sort of like benefit because one, you much can't get with anything. Much and- needed when you're looking for that reassurance yeah and the fact that we're living together too it's um it's there's times where it's like you know Emily can see 
when I'm struggling with something and I can see when she's struggling with something, but we, we don't, I don't, Emily does definitely doesn't shy away from being the tough love, you know, which is, yeah. which is good. No, it, it's, it's, it's better than not doing that because yeah. it's gotten me to push myself and, and know that like, I've done this before and I can do it again. And, you know, and I have her by my side. Yeah. I love that you we're we're on the same page. We talked earlier, right before we started recording. And I think that even now, as I listen to your story, we have so many things that we're on the same page about reassurance. I have an episode about that. You know, yes, in the beginning, when you go to therapy, your therapist will reassure you. But after that, you need to stop looking for that reassurance because that's mm -hmm. only creating that you need that reassurance. And that's why you're safe. Yeah. And that's not, that's, you know, in the long run, you shouldn't be doing that. And then the passing clouds. That's one thing that I, um, all of my listeners know there's a, there's a bonus episode that I have, and it's me with, um, a meditation. And, you know, I always say, um, if any thoughts pop into your mind, let them float by like the clouds passing in the sky. Um, and it's, it's such a, a beautiful phrase because it's, it's true. And you can literally picture your thought just kind of leaving in that cloud, place it in that cloud and yeah. let it float by. Yeah, that's, that's, <clears throat> that's definitely something that has stuck with me and I'm sure you yeah. too. Um, and that's why we have a cloud in our logo. <laughs> I, oh, that is a cloud, right? Yeah. On top. That's true. Yeah, I so love that. It really did like that phrase did really inspire a lot um, with, with our, business it's your story okay so from this you know story of both of you having OCD and experiencing that together and separate also right because it's a separate journey mm -hmm. um what did this create this business that you all are 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 doing and um and beautiful jewelry talk about that so I think like I you know I always from from sharing my experience with OCD because I'm I'm very open about it and like I've I've gone to like seminars where like I've you know shared my story and gotten such um not even positive reactions but it's just reactions that are like so meaningful and and has helped so many people with me just sharing what I experienced because they you know they never um met someone that had the same thoughts or same experiences so like that just opened my eyes to like wow if I could share my story um the impact that it could have on so many people and so from there like I always was wanting to write a book about like just my experience with OCD because I think it it it's so complex and so many layers to it so um I think just in that fact of just like wanting to like spread what I've experienced. And then on top of that, like Emily one day was like going through, you want to how? Oh, uh, yeah. So during the pandemic, this was summer of 2020. Um, I had just a lot of things going on and I was, you know, super anxious all the time. I was starting like a long distance relationship. Um, 
And, you know, with the pandemic and everything, and like, I have, you know, pretty bad contamination OCD. So it was just a lot. Um, and, you know, I, I think I was seeing my therapist maybe like every other week at that point. Um, but I was just like, I just remember getting so mad at myself for being like in such an anxious state and like knowing that I have all these tools I can use, but for some reason, like, I'm just not registering them. I'm not like, I can't pinpoint exactly what I need to tell myself to calm myself down. So I, you know, I had seen, you know, online, <clears throat> there was this trend of like beaded bracelets with like letters. And I was like, I really should just get myself like a reminder bracelet just to like snap myself out of it almost. Um, and, you know, I was looking online for phrases just because like, I didn't really even know. And I forgot about my thoughts are passing clouds mm -hmm. like that. I just, it wasn't like all the it, tools it that you're learning right. therapy in the moments when you need them, they're like somehow so, you're, so your mind away. is so in such yeah. a fog and get so hijacked <clears throat> that you can't even remember all the things that you've learned. So this was kind of our, you're just uh, focused on, and, and our mind is naturally created to do that, right. To focus mm -hmm. on the negative. And when yeah. you're focused on that, there's no way that you can think of anything else. Exactly. So, um, you know, eventually I figured, you know, oh, my thoughts are passing clouds. It's like perfect. Um, but it occurred to me that there isn't really any sort of thing like this that already exists. Like if you go to like mantra band or, you know, another, you know, really like, um, big brand that's, you know, reliant on like positive affirmation reminders, a lot of that, what those phrases are, are like my therapist would not approve of. Like, you know, it's a lot of like, it's like, um, just get over it. Exactly. Everything's fine. Yeah. You know, just or like Hakuna Matata or, you know, toxic positivity that exactly. I, that I hate, you know, I, I hate positive exactly. affirmations. Exactly. I love quotes. <laughs> I, I I'm more into quotes. And, and if you've heard my podcast and if you hear my podcast episode, it's always about, you know, that's not going to help. When you yeah. feel like you're dying and you're having a panic attack, yeah, everything is great is not going to register because everything right. is not great. <laughs> exactly. So that, I think that was, that's the main reason, you know, you know, why I, we kind of realized that there was like this gap. And so I was literally up, we were living at home during the pandemic and I was literally upstairs in my room because that's where I was doing work. And I ran downstairs and I was like, Lindsay, I have an idea. I think we should like do this. And we had kind of always joked about like, we're both creative. Our brother's, you know, creative as well. We all kind of joked about like starting a business together, although our brother's not in this business, but um, <laughs> he's, he's very supportive. Um, we, um, I was like, we should like sell bracelets that have these phrases on them that, you know, they're not on the internet. It's crazy that they're not like accessible. Like I can't just, I mean, I'm sure now you can, but like at the time I was trying to Google like phrases that would help me with OCD. And it's like, you find things out there, but they're not like all in one place. Um, and so I kind of, you know, ran with it a little bit. I made like a Squarespace, I'm a graphic designer. So like, this was just like for fun. Um, I created the logo and I was like, look, this is what it could look like. And still kind of like joking a little bit. Um, 
but it seems like all the pieces were there. We just kind of had to like and do work, something with yeah, it. Yeah, work and, on it. Yeah. yeah. And then I remember like as we started to get like we started to buy business cards and then like started to add like, on different layers. And it's like, okay, we're really this doing is happening. We're not we're not backing down. And then yeah. I remember there was a point where we were gonna have we we always signed it presently yours and we always thought like it would be great if we can like get people to like because we're sharing our story we want other people to share their story so that it kind yeah. of continues on um and so we wanted to like be like uh have like a letter right we were gonna yeah we, we had started doing that we like kind of wanted to create like a postcard type thing where when you got a bracelet it's a you it comes with a postcard you could write your story and like send it back and we'd share anonymous and yeah, yeah. so like then we were you know then it just kept growing and then we just kept getting more ideas of like how how and during that time I mean it was so important because so many people were struggling yeah with just the unknowns of the world exactly and we were like this is we feel that people would be um benef benef beneficial. beneficial yeah, yeah. It, much needed especially during that time and now too yeah yeah so our so this revelation that I kind of had with my own anxiety and Lindsay's like um you know desire to share her story it was like the perfect perfect combination yeah it was meant to be yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah I love that so presently you sell bracelets with these inspiring quotes that actually help and it's not just that you know everything is great. Just yeah. think positive and, mm -hmm. um, much needed. Um, where can they find you? How can they get a bracelet? Um, tell us all that info. Sure. So we are at thinkpresently.com. Um, and we're at think presently, you know, all over social media. So just at think presently. Um, we wanted it to be at presently, but that kind of got, was taken already. So we are, our brand is called presently, but everything else is think presently. Think presently so, on social media. Yeah. Think presently social media. Um, and yeah, we sell our bracelets directly from our website. Um, our Instagram, we, you know, we try to post some like informational stuff and, you know, though we're not therapists, we're not, you know, trained, but we have like personal experiences that we like to share and just, you know, just provide our two cents. And so yeah. Yeah. help as so, much as possible. And I think that that's really important um, yes. for people that don't have anyone to talk about because they think that they're the only ones exactly. that are going through this. And that's usually what we think. Yeah. Yeah. But, so we created these six phrases that are inspired by, you know, us going to cognitive behavioral therapy. Um, and then we also created mirror clings just as like another visual reminder that, you know, you could see it on your mirror every morning and kind of remind you that my thoughts are passing clouds and um, we have um, brave the uncomfortable, embrace uncertainty. I'm separate from my mind. Um, let go, but I can't control. It's okay to feel how I feel. So it's just a lot of things that sort of like challenge your mind a little bit. To, to no, I was just going to say challenge you know ourselves to not give in to the anxiety and to 
maybe like work through it instead of working around it. Yeah. And we wanted also to, you know, we chose phrases that I remember like when we were choosing like the top phrases of like what what could be resonate with not even people with OCD, but just anyone that is just experiencing life. Stress and yeah, yeah. life. Yeah. So. Good. <clears throat> I love that. Anything else that you want to share with everyone before we end this episode? Um, I, well, I guess we might as well put it out there for anyone that's in New York. Um, we are going to be in person at Artisan Fleas in Williamsburg. Um, so if you want to see our bracelets in person, come check it out. We're going to be there January 7th and 8th. Awesome. Yeah. Great. Yeah. Um, anything else before we end? No. Thank nope. you, ladies, so much for sharing your story, your journey, and your incredible bracelets. Thank, Thank you so you. much. Thanks for listening. Find us on Instagram at the Anxiety Doctor and online at www.drlisacortez.com. Check back weekly for new episodes. Until next time.